0: You're listening to Deep Detroit Worldwide Podcast, where we highlight the stories of native Detroiters that are doing great things in their community and using their impact across the globe. I'm Marquise Taylor. Welcome to the Deep. What up, though? Welcome to another installment of the Detroit Worldwide Podcast. I am Marquise Taylor. And on this week's edition of the podcast, we are extending our celebration of women in the field of arts, sports, and entertainment. And wrapping things up for us this week is Miss Pinky, who is coming to us live from the 313. In this episode, you're going to learn about Pinky's love for gaming and how she's been able to build community and create content on platforms like Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok, which has helped to expand her global reach. In addition to content creation, Pinky also discusses the underrepresentation of Black women in gaming and why it is important for the gaming industry to recognize their collective impact And contributions. I love video games and have played them since the days of Nintendo. So to have this conversation with Pinky was both enlightening and inspirational. She is someone that believes in the power of creativity, community, and collectivism. And as we wrap up our recognition of dope women in art, sports, and entertainment... It's only right that we highlight someone that continues to break barriers in their respective industry. Now, all of that being said, you have heard enough from me. So why don't we dive into the discussion that I had with the one and only Miss Pinky. All right, this is Detroit Worldwide, and today we are joined by a very special guest, This person is a content creator, gamer, podcast host, brand influencer, but most importantly, a wife and mom. Our guest on Detroit Worldwide this week simply goes by Pinky. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the amazing work that she is doing. She is a longtime gamer and has worked with a variety of brands. So we're excited to chop it up with her. So Pinky, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. What up, (laughs) though?
1: What up, though, friend? (laughs) What up, (laughs)
0: though? Yeah, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Oh, no problem. Now, before we get started, I do want to make sure that our listening audience knows about you and the work that you're doing. So why don't you begin by telling us who you are and what are you best known for? Ooh,
1: it's a long laundry list. <laughs> so yeah, as stated, I am a content creator and brand influencer. I'm a host on a podcast. What else do I do? I produce shows. I host shows. I'm the full package when it comes to broadcasting, like media broadcasts. I am the whole entire package. <laughs> but not only that, um, I'm a Facebook gaming partner. Again, Tony Miss Mitchell Productions founder. Real Ones Gaming podcast co-host. I'm also a content creator for the Real Ones Gaming Network and a content creator for Blurred Gaming. And let me not forget, because I want everybody to know that I am a Noir member, the Noir Network. So yeah, I got a little, little bit, of, you know what I'm saying? Hats, uh, little pots on the stove, you know what I'm saying? Simmering and all that good stuff. But uh, what I'm best known for, I would have to say my headshots <laughs> on Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm best known for that. (laughs) But no, yeah, I'm best known for my gameplay. It's very lively. It's very funny to see my reaction when it comes to like certain video games and scary games too. Like I I, I keep telling people I love scaring myself. So I love scary games. (laughs) And I think my community loves that too. So, but yeah, if I was to be best known for anything, Pinky would be best known for her Call
0: of Duty gameplay. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. And I have been able to view some of your uh, Twitch videos on YouTube <laughs> and just some of the things you're posting online. So we're excited mm-hmm. to talk about that. Now, before we get started into your background in gaming and content creation, I do want to circle back to where it all began, the city of Detroit. So what did life look like for you growing up in the D?
1: Oh, man. To be quite honest, it was a beautiful sight. I really did like just seeing, you know, family, even the neighbors was family. Right. Like I, I just saw the love between, you know, what I'm saying like my parents and, you know, the neighbors and the, the kids in the neighborhood. Like we all grew up together. You know, we held each other down. You know, what I'm saying it was sun shining and. Ice cream trucks coming down the street. Remy's, if you know, you know. Ooh, I miss Remy's. <laughs> um, walking to the the corner store to get, you know what I'm saying, those uh, long popsicles. My, the blue joints was my favorite. So, yes. Icy's going down, walking to Little Caesars to get a slice of pizza for a dollar. And, oh, man, it was Detroit. It still is, you know, it's, it's a beautiful place. It is. We do have our faults. Let me, let me... Not high that, but all in all, Detroit is, is love. It really is love.
0: So you are a gamer. You said that you're a content creator, but mm-hmm. I'm very curious to know, when did you first become introduced to video games? And the second part of that question, what is your all-time favorite video game or gaming console?
1: Okay, so I started playing video games... Let's see. I want to say 92. Whenever year that Super Nintendo came out and my first game on there was Super Mario World. I love that game. I played that game out, but yet and still, I have not flipped the map yet. I need to flip the map. It's on my bucket list. My friends clown me all the time about it. (laughs) So my mission before I leave (laughs) and go home to glory (laughs) is to flip the map. (laughs) So, yeah, that was my um, first console. And I played that for a while. And then, as far as in-house, but, you know, cousins had different consoles like Sega Genesis or they had like the original Nintendo 64s and things of, you know, of that nature. But in-house, we had Super Nintendo. And then the next console we got was PlayStation 2. So, you, you know, that's a long gap. So, <laughs> we played Let's Get Ready to Rumble. And... Crash Bash was my joint on there. Tekken. I played Tekken. I played Madden on there. I liked Madden on there. And then my next console after that, of course, was PlayStation 3, 4, 9 to 5. So all in all, I would say that my all-time favorite console would have to be a PlayStation console. Don't matter what year, but just PlayStation. They never failed me, except for that one year when the PlayStation Network went down. We won't talk about that. I felt like I was about to go up to, to glory. I'm like, man, y'all just can't take this. I can't play with my friend. <laughs> but, you know, that's a that's a whole situation in itself. But yeah, PlayStation, I would say my all-time favorite console.
0: Yeah. I love that response. And before I go to my next question, I have to shout out my wife because that is her favorite Super Mario World. Is her oh, is favorite it? game too. Yeah, she still plays it to this day. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she's played it in a while, but she'll occasionally hook up our Nintendo Wii where we have it on there. and She'll, like, play oh. it and try to beat it in.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm more of a Sonic the Hedgehog fan. We always kind of go back and forth about which one is better between Sonic and Mario, but that's her favorite game, too, and I think that was her first console that she had, a Super Nintendo. Oh,
1: yeah. So we share that same feeling about (laughs) games and stuff because, yeah, that was my favorite. Even, you know, like, I, I played it with my sister. I played with my god sister. My mom even played it with us, so it has nostalgia for me anyway, especially, like, when I do play Super Mario, like, now, I get that nostalgia feeling and, you know, brings happiness to my heart when I play because, you know, it just brings back good memories and stuff. So, yeah.
0: No, no, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, follow up to that question. And maybe I'm thinking about my wife as I ask this question. When you look back at your life as it relates to gaming, what lessons do you feel that video games were able to teach you?
1: Oh, to be creative. Be creative. Be myself. Not to be afraid. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't think about that deep with video games. But if you just sit down and really think like, dang, yeah, but I I will have to, especially <laughs> playing Call of Duty online. Like I I grew up with, you know, being a softy, you know what I'm saying? Like not having a voice for myself and stuff like that. So to be quite honest, Call of Duty, especially my um, Modern Warfare, the first one, I think that came out in 07. That taught me to be to have a backbone, to stand up for myself, to not let nobody tell me, like, you you can't do this. You whack, and you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, the favorite. Oh, you need to be in the kitchen. Why are you playing video games? I'm like, <laughs> I just got five headshots off of you. You can't tell me nothing right now, sir. Mm-mm. <laughs> so, stuff like that. It, it built my confidence up, you know, on the creative end. You know, I love Minecraft. So, that allows me to build things that is not, like, standard you know "Mm, you gotta build this no 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 I can build a bridge like the other day I just built a bridge out of glass you know who thinks about building a bridge out of glass you know what I'm saying so it allows me to be creative and stuff like that also I can share video games with my family and it brings us together like that's our bonding time you know what I'm saying like of course me I love Minecraft my daughter loves Minecraft it allows her to be creative my son He's a, oh, he is a beast in Fortnite. So we play Fortnite together and just to see him protect me, I'd be like, damn, son, you know what I'm saying, go off. <laughs> so he always protected me in Fortnite. I'm like, baby, i play Call of Duty. But I guess it's a different brain when it comes to Fortnite. And, you know, bonding with my husband, like we play Borderlands 3, we play Division 2, play Call of Duty sometimes together. And, you know, it's, and then like as a family, like certain games that we play, it's, it's a bonding session. A lot of people don't think about, you know, that, you know, and that's what I like to say, too, about myself. It's kind of being that liaison between, you know, parents and kids when it's, you know, the parent may not understand games or just think of it one way as being, you know, violent or, no, let me explain. So when I explain it to them and then they open their mind, like, you know what, you're right. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, so a lot, like I said, a lot of people don't think about it that way. So I have to be that person to be like, think about it that way.
0: <laughs> wow, that. Response. Mm-hmm. There's so many things I want to follow up on. But the first thing that kind of comes to mind is really just the bridging of generations with video games. And I think about, um, you mentioned Minecraft, and I have mm-hmm. uh, two nieces. They're 10 years old. They both play Minecraft. They both play uh Roblox, I think that's the name oh, of the game yes. that's play. Yes. But mm-hmm. when they came to visit me a few weeks ago, we were playing Nintendo Wii. They hadn't played it because that game kind of that system or console kind of like predated them because as they yep. were born it was phasing out. Yep. But mm-hmm. I showed them how to play and they loved it. They loved playing the bowling, they loved the boxing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And even my nephew, who's about seven, he loves Mario and, you know, showing him like the different Mario games and mm-hmm. Mario Kart and stuff like that. But I say all this to say like video games is it's just a bonding experience, as you mentioned, because it allows us to kind of come together and
1: it is. Yeah.
0: You know, normalize what it means to have fun. But as you said earlier, like gives us that confidence to speak up for ourselves now. One thing that's super fascinating about your background is that you have experience in radio and TV production. Mm -hmm. So tell us more about this line of work and how you became interested in both of those fields.
1: Oh, wow. So I started in high school. I think it was 10th grade. And again, I'm very shy. You know, growing up, very shy. If you wasn't in the immediate household, like my mom, my dad, my sister, my granny, like, if y'all went in the house, I'm shy. It's like, okay, yes. You know, shy. <laughs> An introvert. So for me to even think about, you know, TV production in high school, I'm like, damn, okay, I like this. I'm going to give this a try. So mm-hmm. 10th, 11th grade, you know, till I graduated, I was in the school TV production and we had our own. TV studio at the school. So I was participating in that, not so much in front of the camera, but behind the camera. And I like producing shows, make sure everything, you know, run the way they're supposed to. So I decided to go to Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts. And I went there and that's when I added on radio production. And I was like, oh, I really like this. I do, you know, speaking on the radio, you know, when no one is looking at me, I was like, OK, I can do this. But I had to listen to myself back. And I'm like, oh, this going to be something. But my voice didn't sound bad. I'm like, okay, this is nice. I can do this. <laughs> so once I graduated from there, it actually turned into modeling. So I, I was doing plus size modeling for a little bit. And yeah, I ended up having my, my first son and got married to my husband. And I had to kind of like put all that on the back burner just to, you know, make sure I was fulfilling my duties as a mother and a wife. Right. So I'm like, man, some years passed. I'm like, man, it gotta be I I wanna get back into it. It's it gotta be a certain way. It gotta be something. So I was watching at the time it was Justin TV. So they were just switching from Justin TV to Twitch. So I was like right there in the beginning watching it. And I'm looking at these, you know, creators or streamers, you know, and I'm like, I can do that. I can apply my background in TV radio production, right? to streaming and make something happen. So I did it. So I started out streaming from my PlayStation 4 because you was able to, you know, stream directly to either Twitch. At the time you could do Facebook, but for some, I contracts probably, I don't know. But you can stream directly to Twitch just off your, you know, your console. So I did that. And the only thing that I had was, of course, my console. I had my headphones. I had a USB mic and my laptop just to see chat. It was a little busted or whatever. The screen had cracks and stuff, but humble beginnings, if I (laughs) I can say. So, yeah, and that was starting August 2016. So, since then, I've I've been content creator. Yeah. And I never looked back, just upwards, you know, since then.
0: First of all, shout out to Specs Howard. I don't think people realize how dope of a school that is. I've interviewed a few people who've graduated from there, and it's, it's such a special place for Idiot. the traders and just what they've been able to do, so I wanted to shout them out. Yeah. But thinking about your response, it sounds like, you know, that TV and radio production and you discover in Twitch really allowed you to kind of merge the different passions, you know, passion mm-hmm. for gaming, passion for TV and radio production, and really allowed you to kind of create content. Mm-hmm. So maybe as a follow-up to that question, aside from the streaming aspect of twitch what else about twitch appealed to you when you first were introduced to it
1: aside from just streaming on twitch i i was allowed to be creative i was i was able to do what i wanted to do as far as you know people noticing me you know i wanted them to see pinky and her best i want them to see my natural side my funny side my silly side Because again, I'm shy, you know, a lot of things that I was doing when I was streaming, I couldn't do in front of somebody because I didn't know how they would take it as far as, you know, facial expression. You know, some people don't have poker faces and they just let you know, like, that ain't it. So that allowed me to be me (laughs) without seeing their faces. So if they didn't like it, you know, half the time they wouldn't say anything. So that was good. So I must be doing something right. And if I was doing it right. Of course, they would, you know, laugh and laugh it out loud or, you know, whatever little, you know, emotes and stuff they would put in chat. So that boosts my confidence even more to let me know that I'm doing something right. So keep it going. And allow me to test, you know, with trial and error, you know, test certain things and what worked for me, what didn't work for me and, you know, stuff like this. So just allowing me to be creative and try something new, you know, not only, like streaming a game, it allowed me to, you know, just do just chatting where, you know, they'll just be watching me cooking. You know what I'm saying? I show them how I cook, you know, or what ingredients that I use for this type of meal and stuff like that. So it, it, it did it allow me to be very creative. So that's what I like about it or still like about it.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And I'm not as familiar with Twitch. I know radio show hosts that I listen to, they talk about their Twitch channel. And then, of course, the gaming and stuff like that. So Mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of, you know, get your perspective on Twitch, how it appealed to you starting mm-hmm. out and how it's still appealing to you. So it sounds like oh, yeah. it still is. So that's oh, dope. Yeah. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that's very interesting in the gaming community is that many relationships from the outside looking in have been forged. That being said, what makes the gaming community so special?
1: Oh, man. And it's cliche, you know, but it's it's honestly it's the love. It is it's the love because a lot of times, I'm, I'm just going to speak on my stream. A lot of times, people that come to my my streams and my you know shows and stuff, we are all can relate to each other in some type of way, right? So I know that I've I've dealt with, you know, depression in the past and, you know, still dealing with anxiety now because I have social anxiety and just anxiety, period, but more so social anxiety. And we all can come in one place and have love for each other, coach each other through, you know, if there's any issues that we may be going through, we can chat it out, talk about it. You know, I give inspirational quotes, you know what I'm saying, for me, you know, not in a book or anything like that, but for me, you know, to get You know, I call my community, the Pink Squad, friends. So I give my friends, you know what I'm saying? Because they are, they, they, and I tell them all the time, like, y'all actually helped me get through some hard times. When they tell me that I get them through hard times, they actually do the same for me. You know what I'm saying? So we are there for each other. And I always tell them, like, I have the best community, hands down. I don't care what nobody say. I know people be like, oh, I got to, no, 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 no. My community is the best community. Because when I'm, you know, not at my best, they tell me, okay, Pinky, you always telling us to do this. Now it's time for you to listen to your own advice. I'm like, you know what? You right, You're right? <laughs> so we help each other out. And that's the thing, like it is the love. And it's. I feel like it's that Detroit love to be quite honest. You know what I'm saying? Like Detroit love is that, is that it's a different type of love. I can honestly say if anybody, you know what I'm saying? Know that Detroit love, we share that Detroit love in my community. It's that hard love, it's that soft love, it's that, you know, excuse my language, but get your shit together, love. You know what I'm saying? It's it's that just plain Detroit love.
0: Wow. Before I go to my next question, I have to say, first of all, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing parts of your life and identity that probably wasn't easy to share. So I just wanted to acknowledge that and just say I thank you for doing it. that. Thank you. Secondly, as I'm thinking about your response. I think back to growing up as a teenager in the 2000s and being in those AOL chats yes. <laughs> and having my little buddy <laughs> list and building that community with people online and mm-hmm. conversing with people. And that was a, a part of my identity as well. That's something that was very big to me and being mm-hmm. able to do those things. And I know you shouted out offline, like Black Planet, but like that's yeah. something also, you know, building a community <laughs> from that as well. But mm-hmm. Saying all this to say, like, you really took me back as you discussed the gaming community and what makes it so special. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to acknowledge those two things. Now, follow up to that question. I do have to acknowledge that we both are black. You are a black mm-hmm. woman. You got your shirt on. So I have to ask you this question. What does representation look like for black women in the gaming community?
1: And I'm going a, I'm to a put it plain and simple. Black women representation in the gaming community looks like me. It, it, just plain and simple. It looks just like me. And just let us in. Because we gonna get in. I'm, I, <laughs> I tell people all the time, like, you gonna let me in. It, either you like it or not. You gonna let me in. That is, You might as well just get used to it. Because I'm not going nowhere. This is what I love to do. This is, you know what I'm saying? I'm making a an avenue for my daughter. You know what I'm saying? And my, and my son. So you might as well just go ahead and accept it. I tell people too, like, if they won't open the door for you or don't accept it, create your own. Create your own. Because one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to keep knocking at the door and you don't open it. I'm going to create my own avenue. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to create my own table. I'm going to put the place down, and, and which I have done. And that's why I have Talented Miss Mitchell Productions. I look up to Kevon Sage on a whole platform. He created his own studio from scratch. I want to say we're about the same age, but a lot of similarities that we do have, you know what I'm saying? We're married with kids, started from the ground up, you know what I'm saying? And I'm looking, I'm like, damn, if he can do it, I know, I know I can do it. And he didn't wait on anybody to create that avenue for him. He was like, you know what? Okay, if you won't let me in, I'm going to create my own. And that's exactly what he did. Kev on stage <laughs> studios. I'm like, say less, let me do talented Miss Mitchell production studios. That's That's what I got going on. And that's what I do. I have a, a team because, uh, again, if you're not going to open the door for me, I'm going to make a, a whole, whole house. I'm going to put the door up. I'm going to let the windows open, let that fresh air come on in. I got the table set. I got the place, the silverware. I got the food cooking on. The, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to create my own. So that's why I say I am the representation. My content creator friends are the rep- with black women, black femmes are the representation you going to let us in. We're not going nowhere. You're going to see us regardless because we can play video games just as much as, you know, black men, you know, the white cis men and stuff. Hey, hell, so our content is way better than them. Just point blank, period. I, I, I'm i not going to front. You know what I'm saying? We work hard. And not harder. Actually, we do. We work harder, way harder. You know, we have to just to be seen. You know what I'm saying? So we're here. Just let us be. Let us go ahead and, and hang out. <laughs> let us do what we're supposed to do. So...
0: Now, Pinky, we are heading to the home stretch and we are now approaching one of my favorite segments on the podcast, which is about music. And everybody who comes on Detroit Worldwide asks them this following question If they had to identify a song in their opinion that best represents Detroit, what would that song be? I know we've spoken about games today. Mm-hmm. We have not discussed music, but I am curious to hear your response. So hit me.
1: Oh, Anita Baker. Any of her songs, to be quite honest. Anita Baker, Auntie Anita, as I call her. (laughs) As I call her. Let's see. Angel. That's one of my favorite songs that I like to karaoke on my stream a lot. That one, No One in the World. Oh, man. Just any Anita Baker song. And actually, fun fact, I got tickets to go see her in Las Vegas. I can't wait. In June. Yeah. I I, I wish she was here at home at Detroit. But I understand, you know, what she she got playing however I am so happy that I get to see Aunt Anita for the first time and oh I can't wait but yes that if anybody know Pinky I love Anita Baker I do that's Detroit right there
0: two notes before I kind of transition first the person I interviewed last week shout out to my friend Blair born in the 80s same response and it's something (laughs) about Anita Baker We love Anita Becker. I was born in 84 and I love Anita Becker so much. And the second part is I saw her in Vegas three years ago for the first time myself. You are going to love her. So Pinky, what is on the horizon for you? I know that you have a lot of stuff going on. I know that you're a brand influencer. You're a gamer, content creator. But Mm -hmm. what's next and how can we as a community support the work that you are doing?
1: Oh, wow. I do. I have some projects coming up. I do have my show, Red Cups and Games, where I have a lot of gaming content creators come on. We play different games and we have our red cups, you know what I'm saying? A little, little something some in the cup <laughs> and we play different games. So it's, it's funny to to hang out and, and see people, you know, relax and hang and chill. And you know what I'm saying? So it's it's a good thing to bring content creators together that they normally wouldn't you know hang out with each well not say not normally but you know just to say yes this is my friend so-and-so this is my friend so-and-so I need y'all to work together <laughs> and so in, in that aspect and it does it, it it creates a a new relationship you know where we all can work together it's not a crab in a barrel mentality and it and I'm not that type of person so I want people to know once we bring each other together that hey Empire time is <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so Red Cups and Games, I have it either once or twice a month, depending on what I have going on in, you know, my business space. And you can find that either on Twitch on my channel, Miss Pinky313, or on Facebook gaming, Miss Pinky313. And then um I'm now focusing on talented Miss Mitchell productions and looking to help other content creators build their brand and stuff. So That's what I'm doing now for this year, 2022, because last year, 2021, I wanted to establish myself as a content creator, right? Because years before, I wanted to establish myself as a streamer. And I've done that. Last year, like I said, content creator that I can, you know, create content from whatever (laughs) you give me, you know what I'm saying? And I've done that. So this year is all about Talented Miss Mitchell Productions and the shows that come with that Red Cups and Games. I'm wanting to start my own podcast this year, you know, and some other projects too. So skits and all that type of stuff. So it's going to be a lot from, you know, Pinky, a lot from Talented Miss Mitchell Productions and my, my team, you know, shout out to my team. I have uh, 8-Bit, 8-Bit of Fun, to Beast, KR Bridge, 1023, Green SP, Just Tig. Like, that's the team that I have now. So, Expect a lot of stuff from us. Like, yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. I'm excited. Every time I think about it, I'd be like, oh yay! <laughs> like a little kid. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you find, you know, you expect that. But yeah, oh, and TikTok now. So I, I started streaming on TikTok, gaming. Yeah. A lot of people was like, What's this? I'm like, Yeah, so TikTok is starting to realize an avenue in the gaming industry. So I'm gonna take that by the horns now.
0: So you find a lot of things on TikTok now. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're excited to see all the amazing things you have going on. And I'm pretty sure your team appreciates the shout out. And it sounds like you all are doing some amazing work. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you mentioned like the Facebook, Twitch, the TikTok. But where else can people find you in the social media space if you'd like to be found?
1: Oh, yes. So... And all in all, I always tell people, go to my website, misspinky313.com. Everything is on there. Events, my body of work. Like I said, events that's coming up. And there's a section where if you do want to work with me or, you know, have some questions or whatnot, there's a section where you can contact me. So go there to fill that out. As far as social media, you can find me on Twitter, which is misspinky313play underscore. I am on Instagram, which is 313 queenpinky And of course, my YouTube, which is 313 Miss Pinky and Twitch and Facebook Gaming and (laughs) TikTok. It's all Miss Pinky 313.
0: I love it. We'll make sure we get all that in the show notes and make sure people are able to go to your beautiful website. I mean, I talked to you about it offline, but your website is so dope. So we want to make sure people know about that. Yeah. All right, Pinky, final question as we close out. And that question is simple. What does Detroit mean to you?
1: Oh, man. Detroit means to me, love and, love and light. Love and light. I, I always tell people that I was born here. You know what I'm saying? I was raised here and I probably go glory here. You know what I'm saying? I, I love my city. I don't see myself moving any anytime soon. If anything, I fight for my city. I've done that before, working as a um, community activist. And Detroit is just love and light, period. Like, even through you know I'm saying the sad times, we always find a way to smile through it. And if I don't know what strength is, that's strength. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and I, I'm the one to always stand up for my city when people try to talk down. Like, no, no, there's crime everywhere. Like. Don't, don't, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. We, we do have some, you know, very much a a nice, good length of good things that's happening in Detroit. You know, it's just that media won't show it, but I'm here to tell you what's going on. You know what I'm saying? If you want to hear about it, come see me and I'll tell you about it. But yeah, just love and light, love and light. That's what Detroit is to me.
0: I love that response. And I love this conversation. So Pinky, Thank you so much for coming on Detroit Worldwide. Much appreciated. This is the first time that I've interviewed someone from the gaming community. Your background is super dope. I like to think this was a great conversation. and I like to think that people are going to love this episode. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. seeing all those things, I again want to say thank you.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I really... Love and appreciate, especially for the D, because I rock hard for Detroit, you know. Anytime you see Pinky, you see that D, that old English D.
0: (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I hear you. I hear you. Well, on behalf of Pinky, I am Marquise Taylor. This is Detroit Worldwide, and we'll both holler at y'all on the other side. Peace. Peace, y'all. Peace. Loving what you're hearing? Then feel free to visit our new website, Where you can listen to previous episodes Explore our black business directory And also check out other content related to this platform Head over to DetroitWorldwide.com to learn more And if you're listening on an Apple device Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review This platform will not exist without your support I thank you